Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to another episode of the Three Terrible Gamers. I am your host, Ashton. I'm here with Colin and Rylan. Hey. How's it going? And as you guys know, we usually are, you know, recording with Cole. But due to some unseen circumstances, he is no longer going to be recording with us. But we wish him the best. But um, let's go ahead and get started, guys. With our first topic, favorite non-Nintendo console. Go ahead, Colin. I would have to say the PS2, just because that's what I made. That's what I basically got after I had the GameCube. So as I was mentioning last week, I had Madden 08 for it. Granted, whenever I was uh, growing up, I mainly just played sports games. I didn't really stray too far out of that. I played some racing games on it. Played some. Uh, like I said, sports, racing, I guess technically some people count as the same thing, but not me <laughs> on the sense of video game style anyways. Right, so, video I game mean, wise. <clears throat> but it's just one of those things where, like I said, I just played it a lot more, played God of War on it, uh, and just pretty much games like those. Sounds good. What about you, Ralph? Well... I'm going to say the Xbox 360. I knew it. It's, well, first of all, it's like the first console I ever played besides like the P- your PSP. Your PSP was the first console I ever actually like played, like wise. But oh, I, did. the I didn't X- know that. 
Yeah, it was. Well, the Xbox 360 is probably just my favorite overall. I say it's the best console probably ever created, non-Nintendo-wise. Right. Just because, like, you could play online and everything. It was cool and stuff. And also, just had right. memories playing on the 360 with, like, everyone and stuff. What was your favorite game on the Xbox 360? Probably Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2? Yeah. Just Call of Duty in general. I just like playing it. We always played, like, multiplayer and stuff. Zombies. It's fun. Yeah. Just overall, it's all I really played, so. Well, I'll say mine. Uh, just like usually any other time Colin took mine, I'll also <laughs> say the PS2. I debated between It, it never PS2. fails. It's always whenever you're the host. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy, but. I debated between the PS2 and the PS1. Both of them had great games, and I have nostalgia for both of them. But the PS2, as I've said in earlier episodes, the sixth generation of gaming was my favorite. So I went with the PS2 uh, because of games like MX Unleashed, MX vs. ATV Unleashed, um, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, San Andreas, and spongebob the movie i love that game i know you had it colin for gamecube but me and carter had it for ps2 mm-hmm. and it's just a great game i like it better than battle for bikini bottom but and i also put in my notes that the ps2 doubled as a dvd player which was awesome yes. for back then and you could just watch your movies on the ps2 and it's pretty cool yeah and i i'm going to double back on saying what you're saying with the generation of the gaming just like how rowan's is the like his favorite console is the 360 i think that's just a thing of when you get introduced so we basically got introduced during the sixth generation and rowan got introduced during the seventh generation because when he was born so i think that has a huge leverage point on how you choose what consoles you enjoy the most and it gives a better variety and a different viewpoint because we're older than him but uh it just what makes you think, you know, that was a good console, but just us, the nostalgia pulls us further back into time. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, let's move on to our favorite Mario game. Go <laughs> ahead, Raul. Uh, it's probably the, well, it's not the original Super Mario Bros. It's, uh, it's, I don't really remember which one it is. It's the one that I beat in, like, probably an hour or two hours at your house, right? Well, that's not the original one. Super Mario Bros. 3? Uh, yeah. The one with the Tanuki suit? With the raccoon suit? Uh, no, it's uh, it's really just called Super Mario Bros. Was it the one that was Super Mario All-Stars that had like four games in one? Uh, no, it's just... <laughs> um, I know was, you played that one, and you played uh, Super Mario 35 on my Switch. Yeah. Yeah, it's that one. Mario 35? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's that one. That's probably my favorite Mario game. If not, it's probably Super Mario Sunshine. It's like a close second. You said second. Super Mario Sunshine? Yeah. That's a good choice. Good choice, definitely. Because <laughs> that is definitely my first choice. <laughs> I figure it would be. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess. It's probably Ashens too. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're right. 
But as far as, yet again, how you said nostalgia purposes hit, so obviously we was born a little bit, we was born, what, 12 years after the initial had released? Oh, uh, yeah. 12, 13 years, one of those two. So the original got released in 85, 86? 86, I believe. 86, yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's why I said 12 initially. And then I started second-guessing myself when I was thinking it was 85. But, so obviously that was that generation. But, yet again, the GameCube and everything else was our generation of style. I just enjoyed, you know, going around once you found Flood for the first time, being able to use that. And for me, that was, I mean, yeah, I said it before on the Game Boy, I had my Super Mario World Mm -hmm. 2 which is my runners up <laughs> on this right. one because I've already talked about it so much. But as far as Super Mario Sunshine goes, that was the first one I played on a home console. And it had a lot more variety to it than what, because you had, you, you technically had eight worlds like usual, but there was different ways. You didn't have to do it in any particular order. Pretty much after that, tutorial state you're pretty much free to do whatever you want yeah to an extent i mean you still had to get all seven shine sprites in each area at least to be able to get the bowser yeah but a lot of them you could do in whatever order you wanted once you unlocked it you could go and do all those levels if you wanted before a certain one which it was usually what about three shine sprites per world and then you was able to unlock the next one I believe so. Something like that. Well, I will also say my favorite Mario game is Super Mario Sunshine. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Ashton. There's, oh, it's fine. It's fine. I, I knew we'd have similar answers like we usually do. But uh, no, it's just there's a lot of people hate on Super Mario Sunshine and I can see its faults, but Looking back, they prefer Super Mario 64, and I've played that game, and I don't know how they prefer it. I think it's the nostalgia that they got the nostalgia glasses on blind on them, because that game has awful camera control. They say Super Mario Sunshine has bad camera control. Super Mario 64 is just downright awful. I can't stand it. But Super Mario Sunshine, just calling, you know, he's talking about the world and open world. And it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful game. It's got a bunch of colors and just big open world to explore. And yeah. my runner-up is New Super Mario Brothers Wii. I don't know if you have ever played it, but it's really fun. Um, I played it a lot, especially, I don't remember, probably 10 years ago. We had a big snowstorm, power was out for like a week. And we had a generator, so that's all we had to do was just play that game. And we played and played it until the laser burnt a ring into the disc and it wouldn't play no more. <laughs> I, I never played it that much, but I definitely did play it because I believe, I mean, I do believe it was a, a release console with the Wii. And I remember playing it, and I love the part where you could pick up your teammates and throw them into cliffs if you wanted. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And... I like when he's playing multiplayer how if somebody wasn't as good as you and they were just, you know, kind of getting you killed, lagging behind, you could hit a, they'd be in a bubble and you could just go through it real fast and then pop their bubble and continue. Yep. 
It was pretty. I don't know how many times I left Colby stranded in the bubble just because I got tired of dealing with him. (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) All right, guys. What is your dream Mario game? Any variety. It can be a sequel. It can be something completely off the wall. What's your dream Mario game? (laughs) Mine is going to have to be... I'll do a weird one first, and then I'll do my runner-up. My first one I would actually like to see would be something that has never been touched for, except in the modded community, but a first-person shooter. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. But I don't think Nintendo would allow that. No, no, they wouldn't, especially for their family-friendly branded thing, as we mentioned before on Episode 4. But it's just... Like I said, it'd be pretty awesome, and like I said, that's why the modded community has poured over to PC for them, and they have, I think, a first-person shooter of Mario 64, but to see it as a mainstream Nintendo game, to like put a, even if they was to put an AO on it, that way it would be just for adults only, and they couldn't even, you know, you would, there's no way of bypassing the mature rating on it. The AO is obviously worse than the mature. Yeah. So even if they wanted to take that route and just make it for adults only, then, I mean, it's a feature they would be able to accomplish, and I think they would get a lot of sales from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. A bunch of parents would buy it for sure. Yeah. What's your runner-up? My runner-up would be a sequel to Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Of course. I, I know it would be. <laughs> I know. That's why I said you didn't really want me to probably say it. <laughs> but... uh. But yeah, I mean, Professor Egad, he's still obviously alive because he's still doing the Luigi's Mansion stuff. So it wouldn't be nothing for him to fix Flood or to make a completely new Flood in general. Right, like he's made, uh, at this point, three different vacuums for Luigi. Uh Holder Ghost. Little fun fact, that's what connects those two games. Yeah, Egad. Egad. He made Flood and uh, Bowser Jr.'s wand brush, paintbrush thing. If that's true, too. Yeah. That's a, that's a, I think that's part of the game theory series, though, like how he's kind of given both sides weapons to fight with or whatever. But Oh, yeah. All right. What about you, Rylan? What's your dream Mario game? Well, like Colin said, like a shooter Mario game would be really cool. But instead of, like, having guns and stuff have blood, it could be kind of like how Splatoon was. Like, just be, like, paint or something, like paintballs or something like that. Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, too. Like more family Paintball. Friendly, but still be a that'd shooter. That'd be awesome. You know? That's a good point, Ralph. That's a good idea. Instead of having, like, gore, like, blood and stuff, it can just be paintballs or, like, water guns or something like that, you know? That's so yeah. fun. That keeps that an E rating. The E rating, so. So everyone could play it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, yeah. But Nintendo being who Nintendo is, that would probably be the route they would go. It's something like oh, yeah, definitely. or something like that. R- Ralph was definitely smart with that one. I'll give him the he credit was. on that. Yeah. Good idea. Because I kind of thought. Did you ever. I don't have any runner ups, but yeah, I kind of thought you know. just because how it's like a shooter game, basically. So have you guys played Splatoon? I've played it like once. I never have, I've never. just because 
like I said, it's not one of those games where they typically throw on sale, and even when they do throw it on sale, like I said, it's no less than forty dollars. So it's right. something I really haven't ever tried to do it in between buying two K and everything else, buying VC for not VC, but yeah, it is VC. Buying VC for that occasionally. It's just when do I have time to buy a family friendly game of Splatoon? Family friendly. Right. I've thought about buying it because the Splatoon community is really strong and they're really firm, you know, behind it. But I just, I don't know. I'm weird. I don't want to spend money on something to try something new and not like it and waste my money. If I'm going to buy something, I want to know that I'm going to like it. I believe they have a demo out on the first two because the third one's coming out because it just got released by one of the Nintendo uh, tra- Nintendo put out a 30 minute trailer on it. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's releasing. Splatoon three is releasing. It's supposed to be this year, but the first one came out for the Wii U, and then the second one came out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But back to the topic. My dream Mario game is uh, my first one is Super Mario Sunshine two. Um, I've already you know stated my opinion on the first one, so. That's why I think there should be a second. And uh, my runner-up was Super Mario Galaxy 3 because the first two games were awesome. The first one I liked better than the second one, even though the second one did improve on some mechanics. But they've already proved that they can make motion controls work on the Switch. But I think it would be a good idea for them to make it optional, kind of like they did for the remake of Super Mario Galaxy 2 on the 3D All-Stars collection. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah. I I actually forgot about Mario Galaxy existing, even though I beat both of them. <laughs> so I never beat the second one. I've made it pretty far in it, but I beat the first one. And uh, another one I would say was uh, uh, some sort, however they would make it work, a Mario Battle Royale, or even like a Mario Fall Guys situation. I think that would be pretty cool to see. 
I think the closest we'll ever get to that is the Mario 35 that came out competing, so you can get the furthest and the quickest in the game series. But yeah, it would be a pretty good uh, setup to have a Fall Guys type battle royale situation. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Um, Next topic is um, I'm sure you guys have heard about Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. I was just wanting to know your opinion on it. Is it a good thing for gaming? And Call of Duty, or is it a bad thing and it's going to make gaming kind of unbalanced and not fair for the different companies? I personally think that, I mean, it's just business as usual in the gaming community because it's not like Microsoft acquired them and said, screw PlayStation. They're actually going to allow Call of Duty titles to come out on them and everything else. So, in my opinion, it's just going to be business. It's just... It's just a switch because when we started playing on the Black Ops and everything else on the Xbox 360, it's technically Xbox got everything first. So they got all the season passes and everything first. Then it was, I believe, Ghost is when it switched over to PlayStation got everything first when it came to season passes and stuff. So I think it's pretty much just going to be that switch. Which the addition now, obviously, there is the... uh, Game Pass, so I think that they're just going to use that advantage. Be like, hey, you know, you should come join Xbox because it's going to be free on Game Pass. Yeah, right. All right. What's your take on it, Ralph? I was basically kind of going to say the same thing as Colin. So that's (laughs) well. I'm just taking everyone's topics today. (laughs) Well, I'll say that. I'll. It's a. I think it's a good thing. Uh, because I don't know about, about you guys, but the past, I'd say, four or five Call of Duties have just been stale and just yeah. not the best. And I think with Microsoft buying it, and they've already said that they, instead of making a yearly thing, they want to make it a th- th- two to the three years a Call of Duty will release. So that'll give them longer development time, which makes better games. And uh, they said that they would continue to put it on PlayStation, but for how long? I don't know. Maybe just the next one. They're allowed to do that. Would yeah. that be unfair? I don't think so, because Sony has a bunch of exclusive games that they have themselves. Just I mean, keep making games. Keep making good games, and you won't have to worry about it. Yeah, Actually, um, I believe there was a, quite a little bit of a controversy in between them. Um, because I was listening to another gaming podcast. I think they're kind of funny, Gaming Daily. And they was mentioning that I believe, like, PlayStation is buying, like, exclusive rights and, like, paying the people of, like, Death Stranding not to accept, like, to not accept Xbox's offer to, like, put them on Game Pass and stuff. So I think PlayStation's pulling some shady stuff to try to keep people on PlayStation. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, and Sony just bought, to kind of put a jab at Microsoft, they bought Square Enix. And, um, well, they haven't bought them yet. They're wanting to buy it to kind of make the acquisition of Activision less devastating to them. But they did buy Bungie, which, you know, makes Destiny. Um, yeah. So if they wanted to, they could pull any future Destiny games away from Xbox, which isn't as big as Call of Duty, but it's the community is still pretty good size. 
So I think if Microsoft does what they say it's going to do, put it on PlayStation, and they said that they're going to put it on Switch, it'd be fine. If they wanted to make exclusive, they have the right to do that, and I wouldn't be mad. So I think it's a good thing for gaming and make it more competitive. And then just from that, the outcome is better games from all three companies, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I agree. I think that pretty much the whole entire gaming community is trying to come together with a bunch of cross, cross-platform games existing now. So I don't, I mean, I believe every single, you know, game should be pretty much, I mean, you should probably keep like one or two titles that's just specifically for that console, like the Forza series for Xbox, the God of War series or Marvel for Spider-Man, or I mean, for PlayStation. You know, I believe, you know, you should have like one or two select titles that are just specifically you, because obviously Nintendo is never going to get rid of Mario. But, you know, other than outside of those titles, I think everything should pretty much be a cross-platform type of situation. Yeah. Just have a handful of exclusives per console, and then the rest just be cross-platform. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much how it was back in the day, too. So it's just really the same thing, but people are grouchy about it now. They're like, oh, everything should be cross-platform. No, because... It's What's the like, point in having different consoles? Might as well just make one console. Well, bad, and it's uh, and back in the good old days where it was just console switching back and forth. Now you got to worry about online play, but yeah. obviously it's possible, or else it wouldn't be happening right now. Yeah. All right, guys, <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, what's your thoughts of multiple Smash Bros. type games releasing, like? Um, Multiverses and uh, Nintendo All Star Brawl. What's your take on that? Nintendo All Star Brawl, I think, is just a way of Nintendo still trying to make their money off of what they're not getting out of Smash sales. Or since they don't, I mean, Smash Ultimate coming out was pretty much, I'm not going to say the end of Smash, because obviously Nintendo's into the thing where they're doing remakes. And remasters right now so as far as new titles go for smash i think they're a few years out so that's why well no you nickelodeon my bad nickelodeon not nintendo all-star brawl (laughs) yeah at least it wasn't something like too stupid of me but uh yeah nickelodeon all-star brawl and multiverses i mean i definitely agree with them existing just because not everyone has a Nintendo system. Yeah. So, I mean, and some people don't prefer to have Nintendo over top of it. So, I mean, everyone should be able to enjoy those style of games because that's, I mean, Smash is probably one of my favorite games of all times. Oh, yeah. Good. So, it's, you know, I don't fault them for that. Multiverses, from what I'm understanding and hearing about it, is an extremely good and real versatile game so they kind of took uh smash ultimate's concept and instead of just keeping it to nintendo characters they're doing like a whole entire beret of things like i believe you can be like lebron james <laughs> and that you can like fight i think pretty much any warner brothers which i mean it makes sense for lebron and warner brothers because he was on space jam too yeah so i think pretty much about every major Warner Brothers character is on that game. 
So it's, yeah. I don't guess technically a multiverse, but it is because it's not one genre of thing or another. It's just literally the same. It's within the same universe. It's just not within the same uh, branches in that universe. Yeah. Like not in the same network, so to say. Like there's different Cartoon Network and stuff like that. Different yeah. Yeah, like DC versus Cartoon Network, basically type of situation. Yeah. All right, Raul, what's your opinion? Well, I played multiverses and stuff. I can compare Smash because, like, it has like, like you said, it takes a whole bunch of stuff from like Smash Ultimate and stuff like that, like the health thing wise and stuff like. How many times you get hit and everything. Right. But I don't really like it much. I played I think I'm pretty sure multiverse is free. It uh, yeah, it is. I downloaded it on my Xbox One. It is free. Yeah, it's free. There's a whole bunch of characters like the and everything. But really my opinion on it just it's kind of like a cop just a total cop I just think. That's what I thought whenever it first came out. I, I like the game and all, just it's not my favorite pick. That's really it's awesome. just not Smash, in yeah, your it's opinion. Not, but it's not like the original. You know, I love, Smash Bros. is probably my favorite game of all time. So, Yeah, all right. Well, uh, well, my opinion on it is, first off, nothing that anybody could come out with, in my opinion, is going to top Smash Bros. Just the character selection on that those games is yeah. amazing. But I do think it is good because the character variety, like in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, you get Nickelodeon characters in fight, and that's pretty cool. And then in the multiverses, you get, like Collins already said, Cartoon Network, DC, different, any Warner Brothers character, and it's just a different variety. So I think the character selection is pretty cool. But quality-wise, I don't think anything can top Smash because there's just... Nintendo's a bigger company, so they're they can take more time and have better developers, I guess, to work on the game. But what? Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. Since you said you play multiverses, but you have to pay for certain characters too, don't you? Oh uh, well, you don't have to pay for them. Which is once you go into battles and in the game, so you can get coins and like. Most of the characters cost from like one thousand five hundred to three thousand coins. You can just buy them because like every win you get, I'm pretty sure you get like two to three hundred coins. So, so it works. It works kind of like Fortnite in a way with the V bucks. Uh, yeah, but you don't have to buy. You don't actually gotcha. have money on the game. But it is an option. Yes, I'm pretty sure the least. I've played a little bit of multiverses. I played just two hours worth, just for research yeah. purposes. But I didn't look in no shop or anything to see if you can buy credits or cash, whatever it's called on there. Yeah, well, I my didn't. Xbox is still up there with you guys, so I can't do much of researching on it. I just got to go with what I'm hearing online about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not on the Switch. No, I wish it was, but hopefully soon. I, I don't know if they're going to officially, but I've I seen there was talks about it. Well, going on my Switch. somewhat rant that was wrong earlier, I don't think Nintendo would allow it because they already got the best one out of all of them on there. So why bring on a copycat? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but they did bring uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawls is on Switch, isn't it? I'm not well, sure. Which one's, which, which one's more family-friendly, though? Uh, 
Warner Brothers character could potentially bring on Mortal Kombat characters, or <laughs> yeah, uh, which I mean, granted, yeah, Mortal Kombat's a lot on this. You know, there's Mortal Kombat 11 for the Switch, so it's not that far of a stretch. But which ones, you know, more family friendly right off the gates, though, or yeah. Nintendo All Star Brawl is more set in foundation than what they are since Multiverse is literally just released. Sure. Yeah, they're gonna add more characters in multiverses also since they just started and stuff. I think I've seen online rumors of uh, a couple characters. I can't remember all of them, but I know one of them is like the Joker and a couple yeah. others. Rick and Morty's coming also because yeah, of Rick and Morty map. Yeah, I've seen Rick and Morty. That's the other one I forgot. Uh, but yeah, the Joker because um, Harley Quinn's already in it. Yeah, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. And Batman is. Oh yeah. But you know, you know, in a game, I would like to see. I would love to see like every like video if somehow for some, somehow like Nintendo, PlayStation, and uh, Xbox like collabed in a game. I would love to see just like every like single like one of their most popular video game characters and stuff is like in a fighting game. Yeah, like cool. yeah. like all three companies' characters fight. Yeah, like Kratos against like. Master Chief or something like that. I think that would be versus cool. Mario or Link. That'd be pretty cool. You're like, now that would be a true multiverses. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. A collab between every like console, really. But that'll never happen because they can't. They wouldn't be able to agree on how yeah. people would get money, how the companies would get money. It would definitely have to be a third party thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I would really like to see that, but that would probably never happen. That'd be amazing if it was then. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. And uh, go check out our YouTube channel. And check out Ryan's YouTube channel, Furious Quicks. He is our new third terrible gamer. So give him a big welcome. And just keep on listening. You guys are helping out a lot. And join our Patreon page if you want. Become a supporter on that. You don't have to, but it helps us. And you can join our Discord. And that's free. So just come on there and talk to us. Yeah. Just thanks. You guys have anything to say? Uh, we, we appreciate you guys. We enjoy having you as listeners. And we I just hope we continue to have enjoyment content out for you. Yeah. yeah. I don't See have you guys any. later. <laughs> Brown don't have any. <laughs> okay. That's fine. All right. All right. Later, um, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. 
depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.